When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following is a presentation of Learfield. Another week, another top five team gets punched in the mouth. Plus, mid-October means conference races are heating up, and we now have front runners in the SEC and the Big 12. That and more comes on the latest edition of the College Football Rewind. Reliving the weekend on the gridiron. 10-5, touchdown Alabama! Pick six for Ohio State. Plays from coast to coast. And it's intercepted at the 10. The dogs have oh, it. What a play of the devil. Touchdown, Oregon. To the end zone. Back of the end zone. Touchdown, Aggies. This is the College Football Rewind. Oh, my goodness. Don't blink. You'll miss it. Here's your host, Rob Joyce. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the College Football Rewind, where we once again begin with an upset that will shake up the national picture. The Big Ten loaded with top 10 teams, the highest of which is Iowa, ranked number two nationally for the first time since the 80s after a come-from-behind win over Penn State last week. It brought the exact formula of emotion and hype that its next opponent thrives off of historically as Purdue once again looked to play spoiler. Back to throw, throws all over the middle, that pass is tipped in the air, and it's intercepted. Karen Douglas with the pick. Off. He's at the 30-yard line, and the Boilermakers with a takeaway on the first Iowa offensive possession. 3.50 to play in the opening quarter. This will be the 10th play of the drive. O'Connell on third and goal. Back, back. He's looking. He's going to run it. He's at the 10. He's at the 5. He's in for the touchdown. Aiden O'Connell, the least likely to run it in, does it, and the Boilermakers are on the board. And we have reached the end of quarter number one. After 15 minutes here at Kinnick Stadium, our score, Purdue 7, Iowa nothing. Is this end. is Boilermaker football the from Learfield. Quarter. It'll be Caleb Shudak in to attempt a 25-yard field goal from the right hash. 
Well, the Boilermakers at least come up with a stop from a touchdown, and Shudak puts the field goal up, and it is no good. He pulled it wide left. So the Hawkeyes come up empty. Five for three here by Purdue. Kick will come from the 21. He That's pops, right. Top flies it wide right, and the Hawkeye defense takes a stand. Oh, boy. Now we're talking about the win factor here. Hawks catch a break, and Iowa turns Purdue away. Each team has missed a field goal. It's still 7-0 Boilermakers with 8.30 to go first half. Time to put one up here and go in with some momentum. First and goal. Ivory Kelly Martin's in there. He's got the ball. He's got the touchdown. Touchdown, Iowa. Another textbook drive. Nine plays, 80 yards. Iowa used over five minutes. I mean, that, that's 15 minutes on their last two drives. But only seven no, points. Seven. I'm just going to say that the sad news is there's only seven points to show for it, but the Hawks are gaining control of the game at the line of scrimmage. Three minutes, 20 seconds to go first half. Iowa seven, Purdue seven. Three minutes to play in the first half, tied with the number two team in the country. Yeah, you you, you got to feel a little bit good. I, I hope we come out with a little more creativity than we saw in the last drive. Second and goal at the three. O'Connell rolling out, throws it, pass, caught, touchdown. Touchdown, Boilermakers. And it is T.J. Sheffield with the touchdown catch. Well, that is a great response by Purdue's offense after Iowa had tied the game. What a response by Purdue yes. to come down right at the end of the half. And they score with 19 seconds to go. And you're going in a halftime with all the momentum and, in the world. And you get the ball to start the second half, yes. too. Iowa defensively gives up 274 yards per game, which is ninth best in the country. Purdue with 233 yards, yards of offense here in the first half. At the half, it's Purdue leading Iowa 14 to 7. All right, Mitchell missed in the first half. This will be a 31 yarder from the middle of the field. Snap is down, kick is on the way, and the kick is good. It's timeout, 11.07 to play in the third. It's Purdue 17, Iowa 7. Well, the tag team works again, and now they've got Aiden O'Connell in here on third and goal at the six with 2.02 to play in the third quarter. 15th play of the drive coming up. O'Connell out of the gun, rolling out to his right, throws to the side, it's caught, and diving for the end zone. What are they going to call? Touchdown! Touchdown, Boilermakers! Oh, that might have come out early. Yeah, I think. That might I hate to say it, but I think this might turn out to be a touchback. After further review, the ruling on the field has changed. The runner lost possession of the football when diving for the pylon. The ball was loose. Oh, boy. Hit the pylon. That's a touchback. By rule, that's a touchback. Yep. Yep. Really, really tough play for the Boilermakers. And like I said, Tim, you hope you don't look back at this play and it be the change in the game. You, you want Purdue's defense to really come back. And if they can come back and either stop Iowa here or come back with a turnover of their own, they can keep this thing rolling. Yep. And Petrus with a play action, rolling out to his right. He's under pressure, and he is going to be sacked inside the 15-yard line. O'Connell, here comes a Hawkeye blitz. O'Connell throws to the end zone. He's got a man out there. It's caught. It's a touchdown. David Bell with another reception. And the Boilermakers are blowing it open early in the fourth quarter. Man, what a play by the Boilermakers. That is just monster. We have 12-29 to play here at Kinnick. Our score, Purdue 24, second-ranked Iowa 7. They're fourth and one at the Purdue 10, but I have a feeling they're going to go for it here. Well, Purdue's got somebody right over the football. Petrus is going to quarterback sneak it, and he's trying to spin his way in, and I think he's going to get the first. It's going to be know. close. It's going to be close, but I think he's got the first down. 
I don't think they got it. They did not. They did not get the first down. The Boilermakers wow. hold. So they held him on two quarterback sneaks. First and 10 at the 29. Petrus throws deep over the middle. That pass is intercepted. Intercepted by Cam Allen. And that should be the clincher. Cam Allen with the Boilermakers' second takeaway today. And with 3.42 to play, Purdue takes over on the turnover. Petrus has gone all the way. He's back to throw. Petrus throws to the near side. Oh, pass is intercepted. Another pickoff by the Boilermakers. <laughs> this time it's Dedrick Mackey at the Iowa 7. The third takeaway for the Purdue defense this afternoon. This will be the last play of the game. Petrus looking, looking, throws it deep, and the pass is intercepted. Oh. Intercepted by the Boilermakers. And that's Cam Allen with his second pickoff. And what a fitting way to end this football game. The Boilermakers with their fourth takeaway of the afternoon. And Purdue comes into Iowa City and stuns the second-ranked Hawkeyes. 24-7 the final score. And that was a tremendous, tremendous finish. Wow, what a day. Tim Newton, Rob Blackman, and Pete Quinn on the Purdue Sports Network with Gary Dolphin and Ed Podolak on the Hawkeye Sports Network. Boilermakers go to Kinnick Stadium, put a whooping on Iowa, 24-7 the final, powered by four interceptions defensively. Purdue known for its ability to upset highly ranked teams, but it's the first road win against a top-two opponent for the Boilermakers since 1974. Iowa, however, still controls its own destiny to the Big Ten championship game and beyond. Suddenly, though, that margin for error is gone. Still plenty to get to on the show. Big-time conference implications. SEC East all but decided. And the Big 12 now has two clear front runners. Both come after this on the College Football Rewind. Hey, friends. I'm Dan Rubenstein. And I'm Ty Hildenbrand. And we're the Solid Verbal Podcast, previewing, recapping, and talking all things college football all season long, all year long. And look, the season's a marathon. Sometimes there'll be happy tears and sometimes sad ones. So let the Solid Verbal be your warm college football audio hug. Yeah, I'm, I'm not at all comfortable with that phrasing. Too late. Download the Solid Verbal wherever you listen to quality podcasts. Bringing you the most memorable moments from the biggest games. Touchdown, Alabama! Fires, and it's intercepted. It's intercepted by the Wildcats. And he's going to dance to the end zone. Touchdown, Indiana! You're listening to the College Football Rewind. What a night! Here again, Rob Joyce. The Big 12 only in week four of league play coming into Saturday, but already some separation at the top. Coming into the week, everybody had picked up at least one conference loss, except for Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. That, of course, includes Texas, whose heartbreaking Red River loss last week put them behind the eight ball, turning Saturday's home game against the aforementioned Cowboys into essentially a must win. The football is just inside the Oklahoma State one-yard line. Third down and goal. Thompson under center. Handoff. Bijan Robinson to the goal line. He's across. Touchdown, Texas. The Longhorns' opening drive takes it 75 yards in for a score. 10-08 to go in the first quarter here in Austin. The score is Texas 7, Oklahoma State nothing. So Tanner Brown in to try a 21-yard field goal. Snap back, ball down. Brown's kick is on the way, and it's good. And on for the field goal try now will be Cameron Dicker. This is going to be a 28-yard try out of the left hatch. 28-yard field goal try. Good snap and hold, and the kick is up, and it's good. We've come to the end of the first quarter here in Austin with a score. The Texas Longhorns 10, the Oklahoma State Cowboys 3. First down and 10. The ball is at the Oklahoma State 13-yard line. Eight minutes, 45 seconds remaining first half. Texas with a 10-3 lead. Shotgun snap to Casey. Flings it out to Bichon. Robinson will finish it into the end zone. Touchdown. 
He started in the pistol behind Thompson, then B. John Robinson shifted to the left side of Casey Thompson, sprinted out left, was wide open to take it home, the catch and the score from 13 yards. The score is Texas 17 and Oklahoma State 3 with 8.36 to go in the first half. This is the Longhorn Radio Network from Learfield. Cowboys have rallied from a two-touchdown deficit this year. They did it at Boise State week three. And Oklahoma State has rallied from 12 points down or more to win 15 times under Coach Gunn. The Cowboys have, have not been sharp. Let's go down to Robert. You know, and, and here's the deal on the sidelines. If the defense will just keep playing, you get the ball to start in the second half. This is a plodding team. We're, we're the tortoise. We're not the hare anymore. And, you know, so I don't think anybody's really worried down here, but you know, it's not fun looking up at that, I'll be honest. Third and 10 for the Cowboy 18. Thompson gets the ball, throws it up the middle, it's intercepted by Jason Taylor, and Taylor's gone. Good night, Vienna. Down the left sideline, 40, 35, 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. Pistols firing. Touchdown, Oklahoma State. The human playmaker, Jason Taylor, does it again. Wow. What a turnaround here in Austin. Texas was like Apollo Creed in the old Rocky movies. They had the Cowboys backed up on the ropes, and now with 5.13 to play in the first half, suddenly it's 17-10 Texas. Texas. 39-yard field goal attempt from Tanner Brown. Snap back, ball down, kick is on the way, and the kick is good. 17-13, Texas leads Oklahoma State at halftime. This is Cowboy football from Learfield. It's now B. John Robinson back on the field. Worthy shifts in motion. It's a handoff sweep and left side. Robinson breaks free. 30 to the 20. Say goodnight to this one. Bijan Robinson finishes the job and goes 38 yards for the touchdown. Guess he's okay. 11.43 to go in the third quarter here in Austin. It is now Texas 24, Oklahoma State 13. Tanner Brown is converted from 21 and 39 yards. From the right hash, this is another 21-yard attempt. Snap back, ball down, and the chip shot on the way, and it's good. Through three in Austin. It's Texas 24, Oklahoma State 16. Well, your defense is, is keeping you with an opportunity to have a chance to win this ball game in this fourth quarter. You're fortunate to be there. Second and goal from the Texas 7. Same formation, left hash. Sanders takes the ball, fakes a handoff, rolls out right, throws toward the end zone. The pass is caught for a touchdown. Pistols firing. Touchdown, Oklahoma State. Brennan Presley, number two of the season. Two-point conversion for the tie. Sanders gets the ball, throws it out to the right flat. Caught by Warren. He's hit and tackled for a loss, and a two-point conversion fails. But still, 10-16 to play in the fourth. It's Texas 24, Oklahoma State 22. Third and 12 for Texas from its own 29. Thompson gets the ball. Blitz comes. He's back to pass. He's under pressure. He's sacked by the freshman Colin Oliver back at the 25-yard line. It's a three and out for Texas, and the Longhorns will punt. 29-yard attempt by Tanner Brown to give Oklahoma State the lead. Snap back. Ball down. Kick by Brown is on the way, and the kick is good. Tanner Brown starting at kicker for just the second time gives Oklahoma State its first lead. 4.37 to play in Austin. It's Oklahoma State 25, Texas 24. So now the Longhorns have to respond with 4.37 to play in the ball game. Holding to a field goal. That means a field goal uh, for Texas obviously gives them a lead, but now you got to figure out offensively you've had absolutely no success 
since the first drive, and you absolutely have to have some here on this drive. Fourth down and three, Texas, from its own 42. 3.25 to play, 25-24 Oklahoma State. Thompson in the shotgun. Three-man bunch formation right, one receiver left. Thompson gets the ball. Three-man rush, steps up into the pocket, takes off running, he's hit, he stopped! He didn't get it, he didn't get it! He's tackled at the 41-yard line, and the defense holds! They did it again! Cowboys have rushed for 147 yards in the fourth quarter. Play clock down to three, first and goal. Sanders takes a snap, keeps it, cuts back left inside the five, and he goes into the end zone! Pistols firing! Touchdown, Oklahoma State! Spencer Sanders! 2-18 to play in Austin. Oklahoma State, 32, Texas, 24. First and five, Thompson gets the ball, back to pass, throws near side, and the pass is intercepted by Tanner McAllister! McAllister to the 35, right sideline, get down, and he's out of bounds at the Texas 32, and that might do it with a minute 57 to play! Let me tell you something, brother. When I'm on my deathbed and you come to see me, one of the games I'm going to bring up before I exit will be 2021 at Texas. And it'll put a big smile on my face before I go to the next world. That's so beautifully morbid. To beat Texas, rallying from two touchdowns behind, the year the Longhorns decide they want to bolt for the SEC is about as enjoyable as it will ever get. Dave Hunziker and John Holcomb on the Cowboys Sports Network with Craig Way and Roger Wallace on the Longhorn Radio Network. Pokes overcome a slow start and stay unbeaten using a 16-0 fourth quarter to outlast Texas 32-24. Big 12 race has two clear front runners in both halves of the Bedlam rivalry. As for the Longhorns' second straight week, they jump out to an early double-digit lead, only to see it disappear. The Big 12 race has two clear frontrunners now in both halves of the Bedlam rivalry. The same could be said going into Saturday in the SEC East, where seemingly every year one game decides the division. Only this year, not the game everyone thought. Entering the weekend, everybody in the East already had two conference losses, with two exceptions. Georgia, ranked first in the nation for the first time since 1982, and Kentucky, 6-0 for the first time since 1950. Third down and five for the Dogs in a scoreless ballgame. The first play of the second quarter will be that third down snap as the Dogs break the huddle. Snap to Bennett. Stetson sets. Looks in the sun. Throws it to Cook. Caught at the 15. The 10. The 5. Down the middle. Touchdown, Georgia. James Cook on an easy, quick slant out of the backfield. Caught it wide open between the hash marks and went untouched running into the end zone. 14-54 remaining second quarter. Dogs on the board. 7-0 leading Kentucky. First and 10 on the Cats. 24 leading 7-0 here in the second quarter. Bennett in the shotgun. Give it to Zamir now. White. Big hole. 20, 15, 10, 5. Down the hash. They won't catch him. Touchdown, Georgia. As soon as Zamir got into the, to the second level there, that Kentucky defense, there wasn't a white jersey in sight. Georgia leads by two scores, two touchdowns. Georgia leading Kentucky by a score of 14-7. First place in the East on the line, and we've got 30 minutes to go 
to settle that dispute here on the Georgia Bulldogs Sports Network. Here on a beautiful Saturday afternoon in Athens that saw all 21 points in the ballgame scored in the second quarter, and uh, Kentucky got their score late. A very solid first half for Kentucky. They've got to be ecstatic where they are in this football game. Well, shock coming out of the locker room. What was going on? Yeah, fellas, the, the message in the locker room from Kirby at halftime was, hey, offensively, let's stay aggressive. Let's try to make some big plays. Dogs with the ball at the Kentucky 27 on the far hash, moving left. Snap to Bennett, back in the shotgun. Going to drop back to the 36, pump fake. Now hanging up in the corner, and McConkey goes and gets it. Touchdown! No, that's Brock Bowers. Bowers went up and got it for the touchdown on the far sideline. You just can't throw the football any better than that. Dogs do what they wanted to do. They get the first possession of the second half, and they drive down the field and score. New score here in the ballgame. Georgia 21, Kentucky 7. Here's the the field goal try from about 26. Six yards by Jack Podlesny from just inside the far hash kicking left. The kick is up and good by Jack Podlesny. The dogs get three. It's 24 to 7. Dogs starting to widen the gap in terms of total yardage as well. 334 yards now in the afternoon for the dogs. Kentucky just 124. It's kind of that slow, methodical process that uh, we've seen the dogs work a few times this season and it's uh, starting to take effect perhaps here just outside the red zone for the dogs clock under 12 minutes kendall milton will check into the backfield now for the dogs two receivers to the left one to the right play fake bennett will throw a little fade route to bowers oh he caught it he caught it at the seven he just stuck his hands up and caught it and he got into the end zone touchdown touchdown how did he catch it he just turned his head around and the ball was right in his hands and then he went the last seven into the right corner jackpot left Lesney converts. No, no, he missed. He missed the extra point try. Oh, my goodness. The long streak has come to an end. It started back in 2014. Georgia hadn't missed an extra point in seven years. They miss right there. So without the extra point, it's Georgia 30, Kentucky 7. They have defeated Kentucky 12 consecutive times in this 75th meeting. In the series, life in the Southeastern Conference. Dogs win another one. 30-13, to 13, your final Georgia over Kentucky. Scott Howard and Eric Zire on the Georgia Bulldogs Sports Network. Third week in a row, the Dogs not only beat a ranked team, but do it in style. 30-13, to 13, the final to take a one-game lead and hold the tiebreaker on Kentucky in the East. Georgia's last three games have seen them beat top 20 opposition by 37, 24, and now 17 points. Still plenty to get to on the show. We'll run through every team in the top 25, recap how they fared over the weekend, conference by conference, team by team. It's after these messages on the College Football Rewind. It's a new season. Get ready for more men's and women's college sports excellence. Trophies will be awarded in June to schools who take the top spot in the 2021-22 Learfield Directors' Cup. The premier award recognizes one winning institution in all competitive divisions. Follow your favorite team's progress as seasonal standings are announced at L Directors' Cup on Twitter and online at directorscup.org. The crowning achievement in college athletics. 
Hey, this is Mike Golick, host of The Fan Exam, a weekly live trivia game show for the biggest college sports fans. Join us every Monday and Wednesday now through October 27th for your chance to rack up points and win some money each and every game. You'll also have a chance to win an unforgettable New Year's Day experience at the Rose Bowl Stadium in Pasadena. Download the Fan Exam app or go to thefanexam.com to sign up and play. You'll answer questions just like this. Who is the NCAA record holder for the most career rushing touchdowns? We'll give you the answer later in the show. As we mentioned last segment, just two teams in the Big 12 without a conference loss, Oklahoma State and the other half of the rivalry, Oklahoma. Off of last week's emotional Red River comeback against Texas, the Sooners went with Caleb Williams under center instead of Spencer Rattler, and the true freshman looks like a star. There's the snap play action. Straight drop, has a pocket, throws for the end zone. Got it! Touchdown, Oklahoma! Jeremiah Hall, right down the First and 10 from the 16, Farouk in motion. It is a handoff to Brooks. No, it's a play action. Pass to the end zone. A dart! Touchdown! Caleb Williams to Jaden Hazelwood. Off the play action. From the TCU 41, Williams. He will keep it. Runs left. Makes a cut outside. Wow! 35-30. Down the sidelines. 25-20. 15 to the 10. Cuts midfield to the 5. That was spectacular! Caleb Williams, 41 yards. What a run! Toby Rowland on the Sooner Sports Network. A high-octane game. Oklahoma wins 52-31 in his first career start. Williams throws for four touchdowns, adds a fifth electrifying touchdown run, and the Sooners improve to 7-0. The Big Ten. Even with its loss, Iowa still in first in the Big Ten West. Over in the East, bit of a logjam. Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State all have no league losses and are all ranked in the top ten, while Penn State, also still a top ten team, has just that one loss to the Hawkeyes. With the Buckeyes, Wolverines, and Nittany Lions all idle, it was the Spartans alone who took center stage and only needed two touchdowns to dispatch of Indiana. But the snap goes back to Tuttle. Pick. Over the middle, it's going to be grabbed. Cal Halliday with the interception. Cal wow. Halliday angles to his left. Into the end zone. Touchdown, MSU. A pick six for Cal Halliday. And the Spartans take the lead at Indiana. Jaden Reed starts in motion right to left. Peyton Thorne fires. Goal line. Catcher's made. Tyler Hunt. Touchdown, MSU. A 12-yard score. And the Spartans lengthen that lead. It's 16-9 at Indiana. George Blaha on the Spartan Media Network. One pick six, one offensive score, and that's enough. Michigan State holds on to defeat the Hoosiers 20-15. The SEC. Last weekend's result at Kyle Field opened the door of opportunity in the SEC West. Four teams all with one loss in action on Saturday. Half of that bunch, fifth-ranked Alabama and Mississippi State met in Tuscaloosa, and the tie took out some frustrations on the Bulldogs. Here now Bryce with pressure. Throws across the middle. Mechie wide open, breaks a tackle. 30 down the near side with Bolden blocking to the 10. He'll cut inside a tackler, and he's in for the touchdown. From the 25, first and 10. Rodgers throws, looks near side, hold up, intercepted Alabama. Pulled down by Jordan, battle down the right sideline. He's going to go to the goal line. Does he step out of bounds? No, he's in for a touchdown. Jordan battle, the second interception of the day for the Alabama Crimson Tide. Play action fake. Rice rolls right and throws. Complete Williams. Jamison midfield 50. Near sideline 40. Down the left sideline 30. Down the left sideline 20. And he's all the way in for a touchdown. 
Eli Gold on the Crimson Tide Sports Network. Four touchdowns of at least 40 yards by four different Bama players. No upsets here. 49-9, the tide rolls. Bryce Young, four touchdown passes. So Bama continues to set the pace in the West, chasing them. Number 13, Ole Miss, who faced a Tennessee team that had scored 107 combined points in its prior two games. And what was expected to be a high-scoring affair, it ultimately came down to the final play. Here's the snap. Here's your ball game. And Milton's going to step up in the pocket, trying to run to his left, looking in the end zone. He's going to try to run. He goes out of bounds at the 7, and the Rebels win. Final score, Ole Miss 31, Tennessee 26. He had to throw the ball. David Kellum on the Ole Miss Sports Network. Matt Corral threw for 219 yards, ran for a career best 200 more. Rebels keep up with the Tide, 31-26 winners over the balls. Fourth team in the West to come into the weekend with one league loss was Auburn. Now unranked, the Tigers will jump right back into the top 25 after an emphatic win at number 17, Arkansas. Here's third and 15 from the Arkansas 6. Jefferson drops into the end zone to throw. And he sacked it to safety. Fumble, fumble. Ball is loose in the end zone. Auburn recovers. Auburn recovers. It's a touchdown for Auburn. Touchdown, Auburn. From the gun, Nix from the left hash mark. Turns. Play action. He's going deep downfield, has a man open. It's caught! It's caught! That's Robertson! He's gone! Touchdown, Auburn! Demetrius Robertson for 71 yards! Touchdown, Auburn! Nixon in an empty backfield. Wide side to the Arkansas boundary. Three receivers there for Auburn. Nixon from the shotgun. Double receivers to the Auburn boundary. Nix looks, he's going to run it. Bo Nix to the 20, he's to the 15, he's to the 10, to the 5, he's gone! Touchdown Auburn! Touchdown Bo Nix! 23 yards! Andy Bertram on the Auburn Sports Network. Tigers go to Fayetteville, stay alive in the division race, a 38-23 victory. And since that magical start, the Razorbacks have now dropped three straight games. Elsewhere on the SEC on Saturday, Texas A&M ranked again after its stunner over Alabama, ranked 21st. But with two SEC losses, still a very uphill climb. Though the first step saw the Aggies handle business against Missouri. Handoff Isaiah right up the middle, a lot of room. Stutter step to get past the defender. 30, 20, 10, he is gone. Touchdown, Isaiah Spiller from 48 yards. Touchdown, Aggies. Ball in the middle of the field. A-Chain's going to try to get it himself right up the middle. He's at the 10, 5, cuts back to his left. Touchdown, Devon A-Chain. 6 for 6. And the Aggies, 3 for 3. Three possessions, three touchdowns. Andrew Monaco on the Aggie Sports Network. AM races out to a 21-0 first quarter lead, never looks back, easing to a 35-14 win over Mizzou. Lastly in the SEC, normally a marquee event, alas, at 3-3, three three, LSU limped into Saturday's home game with 20th-ranked Florida. And if the Gators weren't out of the East Division race before Saturday, well, they are now. Clock moving, fourth quarter, three minutes, 49 seconds. And the Tigers line up. Fourth down goal to go from the one, just outside the one-yard line. In a tie game, 42-42. Johnson going to work under center. Johnson takes the snap, fakes the handoff, now rolls, throws. Jure Jenkins at the five, right corner of the end zone. Touchdown, Fighting Tigers. One-yard touchdown pass. The snap of the football. Richardson gets it. Goes back five steps. Here comes pressure. Throws off his back foot, and it is intercepted. Damone Clark has it at the 35-yard line. And with a minute 59 to go, the Tigers may have sealed this one up.
Chris Blair on the LSU Sports Radio Network. In one of the highest scoring games of the day, Tigers get six combined touchdowns from Tyree and Davis Price and Dre Jenkins to stun Florida 49-42. Third straight win for LSU over the Gators, whose SEC hopes officially over. The Pac-12. We went a long way to deciding the Pac-12 South on Saturday. The only two teams without a conference loss met in Salt Lake City and 18th ranked Arizona State in Utah. First half was all Sun Devils, who led 21-7 at the break. Second half, all Utes. First and goal from the ASU 7-yard line. Cam Rising back pedals to pass. Cam Rising throws to the outside. He's got a man wide open. Brand Keithy walks it into the end zone. Touchdown! Keithy walks it in. And Utah leads with 11.49 to play in the ballgame. Cam Rising turns and gives it to pleasure. 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Touchdown! Bill Riley on the Utes Sports Network. Utah scores 28 unanswered after halftime, and after a 1-2 start to the year, has ripped off three straight Ws with a 35-21 victory over ASU. Utes now alone in first in the Pac-12 South. Up in the north, number nine, Oregon still controls its own destiny despite its loss to Stanford two weeks ago. And off a bye, the Ducks barely squeak by division baseman dweller Cal. Here's the snap back to throw. Brown steps up, can run. And is going to. Outside of the five. Inside. Did he get the pylon? Yes! Touchdown, Anthony Brown. They're going to put Brooks beside Garbers in the shotgun. And back to throw. Garbers chased. Throws incomplete. And Garber had no chance. Jerry Allen on the Oregon Sports Network on Friday night, down 17-10 early in the fourth. Ducks get a pair of touchdowns and a defensive stop inside the three-yard line in the final seconds of regulation to hold on 24-17. So we've run through all the conferences with multiple ranked teams in action over the weekend. Among the one-offs, a very intriguing non-conference matchup in Waco between Baylor and 19th-ranked BYU, fresh off an upset loss to Boise State. And the Bears' resurgence under Dave Arenda continued. Bears have second and goal at the two. Bohannon under center. Straight eye behind him. The fullback is Dylan Doyle. Doyle gets the carry. He is in. <laughs> Dylan Doyle, the linebacker, gets the call. Second down and one for the Bears. They've got it at the eight. Hand off, Abram Smith. Smith through the hole. He is in. Touchdown, Abram Smith. This is fourth down, fourth and inches. Bohannon under center. Takes the snap. He'll hand it to Abram Smith. He's in. Touchdown, Abram Smith. Touchdown, Baylor Bears. Bears end a long fourth quarter drive and go up 37-17 to on the BYU Cougars. John Morris on the Baylor Sports Network. Abram Smith, 188 yards and three rushing scores. Bears keep the Cougars at arm's length, win at 38-24. Over in the American Cincinnati, its highest ranking in school history. Third-ranked Bearcats hosted UCF in a game many had circled on the calendar in the preseason. Alas, without the injured Dylan Gabriel, the Knights just couldn't keep up with Jerome Ford and company. Ritter ready for the shotgun snap. Hands it off to Ford, charges forward, and takes it into the end zone. Touchdown, Bearcats! Third down and goal, about two and a half yards from the end zone. Tightly clustered formation for Cincinnati as the Bearcats bring in extra tight ends. 
Ritter hands it off to Ford. He cruises into the end zone, lowering his shoulder as he crosses the goal line. Touchdown, Bearcats. Ritter hands it off to Ford again, finds a crease. Left side, he's flying down the near sideline to the 40, 30, 20, 10. Touchdown, Bearcats. 79 yards for Jerome Ford. Holy cow. Dan Horde from Learfield. Ford, 174 yards, four touchdowns in the first half alone. Bearcats scored the game's first 35 points. Cruz from there blowing out UCF 56-21. To the ACC, the only ranked team in action was number 22 NC State, who came in in an interesting position in the Atlantic Division, the Wolfpack. Just 1-0 in league play. Compare that to Wake Forest, who's 4-0 already in the ACC. And with the Deeks off, State made up a little ground against Boston College. Carlson has not had a punt block this year. Pack is coming, and he fumbles oh. a snap. It's loose. State picks it up. Devin Boykin's got it at the 30, the 20, the 10. He's going to take it into the end zone for an NC State touchdown. Leary looks to the sideline for the play call, looks over the defense, four on the play clock, takes the snap out of the shotgun. He steps up, he looks, he floats it to down the numbers right side, caught by Thayer Thomas, 40-yard line, breaks a tackle to the 50, to the 40, down the right side, 30, 20, 10, 5, touchdown! Wow. Touchdown State! Gary Hahn on the Wolfpack Sports Network. NC State turns a field goal lead at the half into a big 33-7 victory, powered by a trio of Devin Leary touchdown passes against the Eagles. We finish up with a Friday night tilt out west. Neither number 24 San Diego State nor defending Mountain West champion San Jose State found the end zone in regulation. 6-6 game through four quarters. Both finally scored touchdowns in the first overtime, but it was the Aztecs to pull things out in double OT. Third down, seven. At the 23, blitz on. Nashville set. Nashville throw in the end zone. Aztecs have a shot. Aztecs have an interception. Trenton Thompson. Big time play. Left to right for the Aztecs. There's the play fake. There's the pass down to the corner. In the corner. That ball's in the hands of Wes Matthews. Touchdown. Aztecs. They win the ball game. They win the ball game. They don't need the field goal. Brady heard me. Ted Leitner on the Aztec radio network. San Diego State 6-0 for the just the second time in 40 years. Barely. 19-13 Aztecs the final. That was the weekend around the country. When we return here on the College Football Rewind, we'll hand out some awards to the top performers of the week right after these messages. The passion. The 25, first down, 20. 15, 10, 5, 3, 2, 1. The fury. Getting blitzed. Down he goes. The speed. Doubled it. It's going to be. Football. Toward the end zone. Got it for six points. You can unhitch the wagon. Put the ponies in the barn. Over the shoulder. Get 30. 20. This is the College Football Blitz. Listen all season long on College Sports Now on the Varsity Network. Record-setting performances. He has tied the NCAA record with his eighth touchdown run of the game. Game-winning plays. It's a 95-yard return, and that's a victory for Tulsa. Are you kidding me? Amazing. It's time to name our College Football Rewind Players of the Week. Well, at least for this week, the noise should die down in Baton Rouge after LSU outlasted Florida in a back-and-forth affair 49-42, and it was a record-setting day on the ground as running back Tyrion Davis-Price set a new program record. Hand off, Ty Davis-Price, down the near side, hands, 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Tigers! 40-yard touchdown run, second touchdown of the day for Ty Davis-Price. Johnson. 
Again, quick handoff. Ty Davis Price to 15, to the 10, to the 5. Touchdown, Fighting Tigers. 25-yard touchdown for Ty Davis Price. And he lifts the Tigers up 41 to 35. Chris Blair once again on the LSU Sports Radio Network. Davis Price exploded for a single game program record 287 yards and three touchdowns. LSU upends Florida for the third year in a row. He had the best date nationally on the ground, did Davis Price. Receiving wise, that honor belongs to Purdue's David Bell. Steps up in the pocket, throws, ball is complete. David Bell shakes a tackle, 30, 40, midfield. He might go. He's at the 40, down the right sideline, 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, and finally out of bounds. David Bell was finally pushed out of bounds. They're going to put him out at the 16-yard line, and Purdue's back in the red zone. And O'Connell looking to throw. O'Connell steps up, throws deep over the middle. He's got David Bell, and Bell makes the catch inside the 25-yard line, all the way down to the 20. O'Connell, here comes a Hawkeye blitz. O'Connell throws to the end zone. He's got a man out there. It's caught. It's a touchdown. David Bell with another reception, and the Boilermakers are blowing it open early in the fourth quarter. The Boilermaker wideout caught 11 balls for 240 yards and a score of that yardage total third best in Purdue history in the Boilermakers upset of second ranked Iowa but the real story from Kinnick Stadium is the Purdue defense four interceptions of Spencer Petrus including one from Diedrich Mackey Petrus has gone all the way he's back to throw Petrus throws to the near side this is intercepted another pick off by the Boilermakers this time it's Diedrich Mackey at the Iowa 7 the cornerback Mackey had that interception to go along with five tackles including one for loss in the Boilermakers 17 point win at Kinnick to knock off second ranked in previously unbeaten Iowa Davis Price Bell and Mackey those are your top performers from the weekend when we return we'll run through our plays of the week it's next on the college football rewind the year was 1919 Barbasol shaving cream was invented by a dreamer named Frank Shields the world's first modern shave cream Barbasol changed the face of shaving forever A few billion shaves later, Frank's dream lives on. Behind every face is a dream. Barbasol proudly salutes every fearless, self-assured, wide-eyed dreamer all across America. Celebrating 100 years, Barbasol. This is the College Football Rewind. Football Rewind. Leaping one-handed. Got it. He caught The kick is good, and the Bears win. There he goes. They're not going to get him. 65 yards and a Utah touchdown. It's time to count down our plays of the week. Number five, NC State. Out of the gun. Here comes the rush. Leary has time. Clean pocket fires long downfield. And the... Oh, my goodness. The ball is deflected into the hands of Devin Carter, and he scores. Wow. It looked like the ball was going to deflect off the defensive back who was guarding Carter, and it actually did. Number four, Clemson. Snap it as fires. Going to throw it, and he is going to throw it. Looking for Allen. Goes up, grabs on the sideline, and makes the grab. What a great pass. What a way to go up the ladder. Holy cow. What a grab by Allen. Number three, UConn. Takes the snap. Two-step drop. Throws over the middle. He's got his man. And it's intercepted. Trey Worthen stole the ball out of the hands of the wide receiver. Whoa. That's highway robbery right there. Number two, Virginia Tech. Play fake. Throwing the fade the other side. Robinson makes a one-arm catch. The flag is thrown. It doesn't matter. Wow, that was a contested catch for a touchdown as Robinson beat A.J. Woods. Number one, 
and it is a run left for Armani Rogers. Breaks free, left numbers 10 to the 15 to the 20. Far sideline, stretching his legs on the run. He might score. He will score. Armani Rogers from 99.9 yards away, six for the Cats. Touchdown, Ohio. Armani Rogers in from just about as far away as you can be. Those were your plays of the week. We'll be back with more after this on the College Football Rewind. Got my nachos, got my big TV, and my favorite chair. It's game time. But you know, the only thing that would make it a little better is if I could listen to my local broadcasters while watching the game. Hello. You must have wished for your game to be synced with TV and radio. I sure did. Do you have a DVR? You bet. Do you have a streaming device? Yeah. Blammo. Your game is now synced. It's that easy. Oh, boy. To see if you can get synced, head to SyncMyGame.com from Learfield. SyncMyGame.com? SyncMyGame.com. Going inside one of this weekend's matchup like no one else. Time for the Saturday Take from the co-host of the Solid Verbal Podcast, Dan Rubenstein. Hey, everybody. Dan here from the Solid Verbal Podcast. Hey, you can subscribe if you want. We do a really good job, I think. My mom thinks so, too. Let's talk about Auburn and their win over Arkansas, though. That's much more important. 38-23 Auburn. And the thing that stood out to me, which I've been waiting to see and hope to see more of, is Bo Nix in rhythm, looking confident. The Auburn offensive line protected him well. This was a back-and-forth game. The Auburn running backs really couldn't get going consistently as great as they are, Tank Bigsby and Jarquez Hunter. I was just crazy impressed with Bo Nix early and often. Big plays over the top, throwing in rhythm. The clutch plays late in a close game in the fourth quarter. Couldn't have been more impressed with Bo Nix evolving, improving uh, with this Auburn team. And of course, Arkansas, just another tough game coming at the end of a stretch that includes what texas a&m on the neutral site mississippi last week Ole miss just gave them everything in a 52 to 51 shootout and of course getting blanked at georgia it's just a rocky stretch for arkansas who i still think is pretty good but auburn was just too much on both sides of the ball even when they were giving up longer drives they stepped up when it mattered they got the defensive touchdown so to go on the road which is a scenario that hasn't always been the best to say the least for bo Nix and auburn these past couple years really good for the Tigers to come out of this with a win I think a quiet five and two at this point because we've seen their losses on big stages against Georgia and Penn State so hey War Eagle for Auburn and I think Arkansas is gonna gonna finish strong as well great game and hey listen to the solid verbal if you want we'd love to have you Thank you very much, Dan. Less than 10 minutes left in the program if you're joining us late. We'll relive how the top 10 teams in the country fared as the College Football Rewind continues right after this. It's a new season. Get ready for more men's and women's college sports excellence. Trophies will be awarded in June to schools who take the top spot in the 2021-22 Learfield Directors Cup. The premier award recognizes one winning institution in all competitive divisions. Follow your favorite team's progress as seasonal standings are announced at L Directors Cup on Twitter and online at directorscup.org. The crowning achievement in college athletics. Hey, this is Mike Golick, host of the Fan Exam, a weekly live trivia game show for the biggest college sports fans. Earlier in the show, we asked you for the NCAA record holder for the most career rushing touchdowns, and it's former Navy quarterback Keenan Reynolds, who found the end zone 88 times in his career before graduating in 2015. 
For more questions like that and a chance to win prizes, join us on the Fan Exam each Monday and Wednesday now through October 27th. To sign up and play, download the Fan Exam app or head to thefanexam.com. That's thefanexam.com. Now back to the College Football Rewind. Welcome back to the College Football Rewind. Time to recap how each of the country's top 10 teams fared with our weekend flashback. Georgia. Snap to Bennett back in the shotgun. Going to drop back to the 36. Pump fake. Now hang it up in the corner. And McConkey goes and gets it. Touchdown. No, that's Brock Bowers. Bowers went up and got it for the touchdown on the far sideline. They have defeated Kentucky 12 consecutive times in this 75th meeting in the series. Life in the Southeastern Conference. Dogs win another one. 30-13, your final. Georgia over Kentucky. Iowa. This will be the last play of the game. Petrus looking, looking, throws it deep, and the pass is intercepted. Intercepted by the Boilermakers. And that's Cam Allen with his second pickoff. And what a fitting way to end this football game. The Boilermakers with their fourth takeaway of the afternoon. And Purdue comes into Iowa City and stuns the second-ranked Hawkeyes. 24-7 the final score. Cincinnati. First and 10 catch at their own 21. They lead by three touchdowns in the second quarter. Ritter hands it off to Ford again. Finds a crease. Left side. He's flying down the near sideline to the 40, 30, 20, 10. Touchdown. Bearcats, 79 yards for Jerome Ford. Oklahoma. From the TCU 41, Williams. He will keep it, runs left, makes a cut outside. Wow, 35-30, down the sidelines, 25-20, 15 to the 10, cuts midfield to the 5. That was spectacular. Caleb Williams, 41 yards. What a run. Handoff again over the left side. DeMarcado's brought down, win column sooner. Him over. Oklahoma 7-0. Final score on a Saturday night at Norman. It's Oklahoma 52 and TCU 31. Alabama. Bryce claps his hands, gets the snap. Pressure off the edge. They throw Robinson near side. Cuts to the middle of the field. See ya. Bye-bye. Brian Robinson. Touchdown, Alabama. 51 yards. What a beautiful play. Now the victory formation, and this one's in the books. Alabama with a 49-9 win over Mike Leach and his Mississippi State Bulldogs. Oregon. Here's the snap back to throw. Brown steps up, can run, and is going to. Outside of the five. Inside, did he get the pylon? Yes, touchdown, Anthony Brown. And Oregon has won it. 24 to 17 over the Cal Bears. What a finish to a football game. And for everybody who stayed, and it was most everybody, they were treated to an entertaining ball game. Michigan State. Peyton Thorne fires, goal line, catcher's made. Tyler Hunt, touchdown, MSU. A 12-yard score. And the Spartans linked in that lead. Heck of an effort by Indiana. But the Spartans were better. They flipped the thing around in the second half to beat the Hoosiers at their place. Michigan State 20, Indiana 15. That was your weekend flashback. We'll preview next week and wrap up the show after this on the College Football Rewind. The passion. 25, first down, 20. 15, 10, 5, 3, 2, 1. The fury. Getting blitzed. Down he goes. The speed. Double, he's going to be. Oh, my. 
college football. Toward the end zone. Got it for six points. You cannot hitch the wagon. Put the ponies in the barn. Over the shoulder. Get 30. 20. This is the College Football Blitz. Listen all season long on College Sports Now on the Varsity Network. Well, believe it or not, already past the midway point of the regular season. And we have a bit of a rarity come next Saturday. Not a single scheduled top 25 matchup on the docket. Now, if you're looking for some enticing matchups, well, how about a Wednesday night till in the Sun Belt between Coastal Carolina and App State? If you're more of a traditionalist, you have the annual rivalry game. Alabama faces the suddenly upstart Tennessee offense. Oregon takes on UCLA in a pivotal Pac-12 matchup. Oklahoma State heads to Iowa State. And of course, bound to be an upset we don't see coming just like each of the previous two weekends. Thanks to our friends at Learfield and JMI Sports, as well as everyone at the Aztec, LSU, Spartan, and Sun Devil Radio Networks. I'm Rob Joyce. Thanks for listening to the College Football Rewind.